In this episode, you'll discover why most podcasters struggle to grow even after working long, hard and consistently for years on their shows. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners or independent podcasters who want to do this full time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like and learn the steps you need to fast track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Neri, and in this episode, you'll discover why most podcasters struggle to grow even after working long, hard, and consistently for years on their shows. How most podcasters are papering over the cracks when it comes to getting more listeners, which only slows them down, and the five foundational factor that every podcaster need to gain traction fast. Hello and welcome back to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. Today we've got Tyg, who's at it again with us. Tyg, of course, is my business partner, right-hand man, and the co-owner of GetMoreListeners.com, the second hand of Daniel Larson, and also the owner of this podcast with myself. Uh, hello, Tyg. How are you doing, mate? I thought I was the first hand, but now I'm, I'm happy to be here, as always. I'm very excited about this one. It's come right off the cuff after some, um, you know, after we're kind of waffling, if you like, or for those in America, shooting the shit. That's it, sweet as. And the main thing we were shooting the shit about was really some of the trends we've started to notice with the clients we've been working with in the Get More Listeners Academy, as well as the podcasts that we speak on a day-to-day basis within the community. We see this all the time. There's podcasters out there with incredible shows who are working hard, working consistent, hosting incredible interviews, amazing, having amazing guests on, high-profile guests, but they're still stuck with a slow and steady growth. And what we've consistently found with these podcasts is it's never to do with the strategies or the tactics or getting on more podcasts or doing more cross-promotions or promoting more. The likelihood is you're already doing all these things. You're already hosting an amazing interview. You're already maybe guest, getting high-profile guests on. You're already sharing actionable tips and advice on your show so why isn't the podcast gaining traction why aren't you growing as fast as you'd like and it always comes down to what we've found anyway in our experience it always comes down to the foundations of the podcast we're working on or the podcast that comes to us the foundations aren't set properly you know the podcast is built on a rocky foundation and we'll really dive into exactly what we mean about that right now so Tug, when i say the foundations what aspects of the podcast are we talking about specifically so there's five main aspects we're talking about when referring to foundations of the show and you know ultimately growth foundations the five main aspects i'm going to list them out then we'll unpack each one a bit more targeting format content strategy podcast seo and a USP or unique selling point. Now you'll notice none of this is social media or anything like that. And like Anthony was saying about the Get More Listeners Academy, when we start working with a podcaster, we'll never tell them or very, very, very rarely do they have these foundations set. Will we tell them, okay, no, you just need to start doing this on social media instead. Oh no, okay, you just need to do some cross promotions or you just need to um, get this guest on or anything like that. And why don't we do that right away, Anthony? Why is it always the other stuff that we address first? So the reason why we address the foundations first is because of this simple reason. 
if the podcast isn't growing as fast as you would like, and you're already guesting, you're already having high profile guests on your podcast, you're already constantly promoting, you're already producing amazing content. That's everyone. That's every podcast out there. So if the podcast isn't taken off, because something is fundamentally broken at the foundational level, a specific thing, one of the factors, one of the aspects we spoke about is either missing or not completely optimized to the fullest of its ability. And when that piece isn't optimized, the foundation isn't set properly to attract, engage, and retain new listeners. You can do all the social media stuff. You can guess on, you know, the most, you can get the most amazing guests on your show. But if your foundations aren't set, listeners won't stick around. They might discover your show, but then they won't click. They might listen to an episode, but they don't stick around for the entire show. They don't become a loyal listener of the show. And again, it all comes down to the foundational aspects of your podcast. So we fix the root of the problem first like this, then we can move on to the things that are more strategy based. We fix that. We sort the principles first, the growth foundations, then we can apply tactics, strategies, focus on social media, focus on guesting, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, to bring it back to the five foundational aspects of podcast growth, let's start. So we'll go down the list. So Anthony, what exactly do we mean when we say podcast targeting? So when we talk about podcast targeting is this tag, right? Who is your show for? What topics do you cover on your podcast? And what specific problem are you helping your listeners solve? And how are you doing that specifically? That's what we mean by targeting. Yeah, for sure. And I think something we can both agree on is that a lot of podcasters, they definitely have an aspect of this down. And if you asked a podcaster, what's your targeting? Who's the show for and what do you cover? Most could answer that with a good level of depth and clarity. Um, but it's mainly the third part that most people don't quite have or don't quite consider. Yeah, 100%. So really, for the most part, like Tug mentioned, people know who their podcast is for and what topic they cover. However, the missing link is the third part, which is probably the most important, which is what problem are you helping your listeners solve? Yeah, for sure. And I think something important to note is that for you listening right now, you might hear, oh, who's the show for? What topic do you cover? I know this stuff. You know, this is, it's kind of elementary stuff, you know, niching down, niching down, however you call it. We've probably mostly heard of this stuff before. And to be honest, most podcasters we speak to, they do have a, a, some idea of who the show is for and what they're talking about. The main stumbling block is the third part. What problem are you solving and how are you doing that? So Anthony, what do we mean by that? And what's like maybe an example of how that can kind of show up? 100%. So I guess what we mean by this is this. Let's say you have a podcast that's targeting fathers. So who's the podcast for? It's fathers. What topic? Fatherhood, for example. That's where the majority of people might stop. That's two layers deep. Who's your show for? What topic do you cover? However, we need to go an extra step to make sure our targeting is tight and clear. So let's say you had a podcast that was for fathers talking about fatherhood specifically, but the problem they're helping fathers solve is, let's say, helping fathers manage their time so they can prioritize fitness. And because they struggle with time management, they find it hard to keep fit and to keep healthy. So this is the specific problem we're going to help our listeners solve. It's so much clearer. It gives you, as the host, a clear direction of the problem you're trying to solve, and it gives you the focus on what content to cover. Awesome. So that's all to do with targeting. So Tyg, what do we mean when we talk about formatting? Well, format is really the overall structure of the show 
as and you can look at this like the macro and the micro so the micro is like episode within each episode like how does the episode go and the, ma- the the macro is kind of the overall look at your podcast so when someone looks at your podcast on apple and spotify what's your release style like and then this the, how the podcast is packaged in that way so in terms of the macro in terms of like kind of the larger look we're mainly thinking about weekly output now i think by default most podcasters there's probably a stat that backs this up maybe we should find it I think most podcasters will release weekly, some twice weekly, some, you know, even less or anything like that. Um, And really the main thing here, there's no right or wrong. We have our opinions. We recommend usually that podcasters will upload twice a week because this gets you ahead of the curve, ahead of the competition and gives you an extra touch point for your listeners. It's so much easier for listeners to really cement you at the forefront of their minds and always choose you and really be engaged with you and your content if they're hearing from you more so than their other podcasts. And honestly, just if they have another opportunity to listen to you. And like I said, there's no right or wrong with this. In some audiences, once a week is great. For some, more so is great. You really have to work that out for yourself. But the main thing is you shouldn't guess. You should go based on your listeners' consuming habits. This is only one part of the format. Like I said, we also have the micro look at it. So within your podcast episode, how is it structured and how is it formatted? The main stumbling blocks here for podcasters with their episodes is their hooks. Their hooks are simply not intriguing enough and not catchy enough. And without a good hook, when I say hook, I'm talking about the first 90 seconds or so of your podcast. Without that being in place, new listeners will find your show, but they'll also leave because they just haven't been given a good enough reason to stick around for 30, 40 minutes, an hour. We then have the segments. How are you breaking up your, again, your 30 minutes to an hour, whatever. How are you breaking this up in a way that really keeps people engaged? We know what people's attention spans are like in today's day and age. Yes, when people are listening to podcasts, they're they're actually longer because they're usually doing it while at the gym or something else. But you still have to really go the extra mile to keep people engaged. You can't just go off on random tangents all the time or just interview someone for an hour and just talk about them and their life story. You always have to be thinking what's in it for the listeners and how can I break this up in a way that is more manageable and kind of keeps giving your listeners those short dopamine hits. The last one is style. And I kind of touched on this before. So Anthony, what do we mean exactly when we say style and what are some potential pitfalls that come with common styles like the one I mentioned, long form interviews? Yeah, great. I think that's a great question. In terms of style, we're really talking about the interview. So is it is it story-based? Is it storytelling? Is it more action-based? Is it more conversational? What's the style? What's the style of content you're producing with your podcast? But each podcast is different for you. And a lot of the issues that we might find is you're you might be in a niche where where your niche and style doesn't match. For example, you might be talking about business and having a narrative slash storytelling kind of show when actually the audience that you're trying to reach would rather and much prefer an actionable based podcast where there's less fluff and background about the you know the the the, the guest that's on and more strategic and tactics being shared from the guests themselves and these are two different styles so the issue that a lot of podcasters might come across is this mismatch of style and the consumption habits of the listeners they're trying to reach yeah, I love that. And I feel like we could go on and on about any one of these these five foundations. But in the interest of kind of keeping things simple, not overwhelming those listening, in terms of the content strategy, which is the third of the five uh, growth foundations, what exactly is that? And why? what's the difference between content and the content strategy? So I guess the difference between content and content strategy is this. 
Every podcast produces content, of course, absolutely. If you're hosting interviews, if you're sharing a story, if you're giving actionable steps, you have content, of course. That's the backbone of what your podcast is built on. But not every podcast will have a content strategy. This is the host intentionally releasing very specific episodes based on demand. So covering very specific episodes on your podcast based on demand. Meaning instead of you just creating content and then hoping that listeners will come, we find out what listeners are already searching for and we create content to match that demand. Demand-based content strategy. Creating a content strategy based on what listeners are already searching for. The goal of a content strategy is this, to attract, engage and retain new listeners who discover your show without having to rely on high-profile guests to grow your podcast. When we're constantly relying on high-profile guests, it's not sustainable long-term. And ideally, you want your content to be the draw. You want your content to be the thing that keeps listeners in. If you get a high-profile guest on your podcast talking about veganism, but then you haven't got a content strategy to keep the listeners that come, i.e. you interview someone who's a vegan, they have a massive audience, the audience come, you have an episode that blows up, gets a thousand listeners, you gets a thousand downloads. Your next episode is talking about injury prevention for bodybuilders, right? The content strategy isn't there because you're not a, there's not a clear link from one episode to the next. So yes, you have an episode that has a thousand downloads, but because your content strategy isn't there, the entire podcast doesn't look as attractive. The content you're producing, the specific topics you're covering on the podcast isn't really something that the listeners who you've recently gained are interested in. So they drop, leave, and never return. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even yeah. have anything to say. You absolutely smashed that. Amazing. So, so far we've covered targeting, the format, the content strategy. So what's the fourth part, Tyg? Fourth part is podcast SEO. This is, I was going to say one of the most misunderstood. I think you could argue any of these are misunderstood given the way we're talking about. But the reason I said that is because a lot of people, when they hear the word SEO, they think of what podcast SEO is not. Here's what podcast SEO is not. Blogs, websites, Google, anything like that. Here's what podcast SEO is. There are millions of people listening to podcasts daily on Apple and Spotify all over the world. However, the majority of them are not finding new shows by going on social media. A minority of them, you know, if any, are finding new shows by Googling them or going to websites or anything like that. The vast majority of podcast listeners discover new shows by simply typing in what they're looking for, you know, meditation, veganism, anything, fatherhood, like what we've said before typing in what they're looking for as if they were Googling, but on Apple and Spotify. So imagine how much easier it would be for you to grow your show if you could simply put your podcast in front of the people looking when they're looking on Apple and Spotify, rather than trying to lead a horse to water by posting on social media when you know the horse isn't even thirsty at that point. There are four main components to podcast SEO. Number one, discoverability. This is purely the keywords, or I should say search terms that you include in your podcast, in your episode titles, your show name, etc. For example, if you have the word meditation in your podcast episode title, 
then you're putting yourself out there to be found when someone is looking for a podcast about meditation and they type in on Apple meditation. So for starters, you need to have actually searchable phrases in your podcast. Otherwise, you're never going to be found. It's going to be really difficult to, to really kind of kind of climb the ranks on those platforms. Part two, visibility. It's all well and good if you have all the right keywords, all the right search terms in your podcast and you get to page one, but you're still on page one along with nine other shows, right? Well, depending on how you're looking. How do you make sure yours is the one that's chosen? You need to make sure you are standing out. So this is visibility. We typically focus on things like having an incredible, very professional, high quality cover up to imply there's a high quality product inside and also irresistible episode titles that not only do they have the right keywords, but they are also very intriguing and clearly communicate the benefit and the real value of your episode. Not something ambiguous, but something very clear and incentive based, really making it irresistible for someone to actually click and go and listen. Part three, user engagement. User engagement is simply the metrics Apple and Spotify use to categorize your show. Once again, it's all well and good having an amazing looking show, very visible on the page and having the right keywords in. But if your intention time, i.e. how long people listen on average through your episodes, is at 50%, you know, you have a 20 minute episode, but people are dropping off 10 minutes in. So you can have all the right keywords in there, but you're never going to be on page one and you're never going to be that high because people are not really listening to much of it. That's just one example. There are other metrics I use but you need to optimize these metrics to really reap the main benefits of podcast SEO. There's one more, that's part four. What is that, Anthony? So part four is all about building relevancy. So at this point, you have your discoverability, so you're able to be discovered. You have the right keywords in your episode titles. Number two, visibility being seen and clicked on over your competitors. Last part, user engagement, looking at your retention time, getting listeners to listen to more of your podcast episode to have Apple and Spotify recommend your show more to new listeners. The final part is really all about, again, building high relevancy. This is you becoming an authority within the space. This is you creating an association with your podcast and a specific keyword. When you think of motivation, when you think of motivation and entrepreneurship, you think of Gary Vee. When you think of personal development and mindset, you think of Tony Robbins. When you think of, you know, um, creating offers for your business, you think of Alex Hormozzi. That's them building an association between them and a particular topic. For you, we want to do this for your podcast and search. So when someone types in meditation or anxiety, your podcast shows up 100% of the time. And how we do this is by dominating a specific keyword, making sure, and this is really an important thing to note, making sure that when we're building our content strategy, we're focused on that specific topic and having that search term and keyword within all of our episode titles. That's how you build high relevancy for that particular keyword. Yeah, amazing. And hopefully for you listening right now, you can see how if you have all these components of podcast SEO nailed, you're going to have such an easier time to, to grow because you're going to now going to be going with the tide rather than fighting against it. Fighting against it is again, just relying on strategies and while the foundations are not set. But if you're sorted your SEO and you're now ranking really high on Apple and Spotify and being found rather than trying to be in front of, but actually being found by podcast listeners looking every single day, you're literally going to be growing on autopilot faster than ever before. So with that said, what's the last one? It's the USP, unique selling point. This can be a bit ambiguous when we just say it without any context. So Anthony, would you, uh, would you elaborate? Amazing. So always hear about USP. 
having a unique selling point. Some people call it unique selling proposition. For us, we say unique selling point. Um, most podcasters, again, have incredible shows, but they're missing a USP, something that makes their podcast objectively different to any other show out there. A USP, again, does sound very ambiguous because anyone can say it's subjective, but we've found a way to make it objective. And we use a simple formula. Your weekly output plus specific targeting times concept of your show. If you have a podcast that's, let's say, to do with personal development, that's for everyone, and you're releasing it once a week, and it's just a conversational style. There's tons of shows out there that are like that. If you have a business podcast that's conversational, where you do some terrorist, where you do some storytelling of how this entrepreneur came up and mindset stuff, and it's weekly. Again, there's a ton of shows out there. If you want to stand out from the crowd, you actually have to stand out. You need a show that's objectively different, not a show that's easily replicated. So an idea of how this equation of weekly output plus specific targeting times unique concept of show. Here's an extreme example of that. The goal is to increase our weekly output. A daily show a daily show is significantly different to a weekly show. A daily show, there's far less daily shows than there are weekly shows. So the point is we want to increase our output. With specific targeting, the more specific we can be, i.e. a daily show for you know women over 50s who are coaches or consultants, that's extremely specific. Women in their 50s in the coaching and consulting industry. So weekly, weekly output, daily show, Specific targeting women in their 50s in the consulting and coaching space. Now, the concept of the show, this is essentially the mechanism. This is essentially the mechanism you use to deliver your content. It sounds way too wordy, so let me try to simplify this. It's essentially how are you delivering your content? What makes the way you deliver your content different? So if you had a podcast that was for that was a daily show for women in their 50s who were in a consulting space, if it was just an interview-based podcast, I mean, it's still very, very unique. However, it's not as unique compared to a podcast where the concept of the show is this. A daily podcast targeting women in their 50s who are consultants and coaches, where listeners send the host their sales call and the host in 10 to 15 minute bits on the daily show breaks down and gives them live feedback of how they could have handled a sales objection better. So you see how we've gone from just like a normal show, you know, everyone, whatever, to now a show that's daily. We're very specific targeting. We're in their fifties, consultants and coaches with a, a crazy USP and concept, a crazy concept where you'll, where the host literally breaks down and gives live feedback to their listeners on how they could have handled sales objections better. There's no show out there like that in the world. And that is what we call the USP. Broken down into weekly output plus specific targeting times concept of the show. So for you, how can you change? How can you improve the concept of your show? Have fun with this. Experiment. Play about. Make it silly. Make it fun. The more unique your show is, the easier it is for you to stand out, the faster it will be for you to gain traction and have listeners keep coming back for more 
because objectively speaking, there's no other shit out there doing what you do. There's no competition. It's just you versus you. I love that. Decommoditize the podcast and really put yourself in your own lane. So that's it. Those are the five aspects that make up the foundations of a podcast that we look at and that you should maybe start exploring to see how can you optimize your targeting, your format, your content strategy, your SEO, USB. How can you fix any of these problems first before moving on to the fancy strategies, cross promotion, social media, guesting? From what we've found, this has always been the starting point. Once we've fixed the foundations, the podcast typically 60 days afterwards literally triples their monthly downloads once we've fixed the foundational stuff. So once we've fixed the targeting, make sure it's optimized, the format, the content strategy, SEO and USP without touching social media, without getting any more guests on, without them getting on more shows than cross promotions, just fixing those foundations triggers massive growth. And that's what we hammer down on this point. And it always comes down to the foundations. Absolutely. And I think that's a great final takeaway, really emphasizing the focus on the growth foundations that allow growth to start happening. Then we can apply strategies, not the other way around. And again, the intention of the show is simple to help you gain clarity on why your podcast isn't growing and the simple steps you can start taking to fix that. Because we believe the earlier you find out why your podcast isn't growing, the quicker you can get to faster growth, a bigger audience and a monetized podcast. And look, if you haven't already, be sure to go down to the show notes and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing, or typing www.getmorelisteners.com slash book. And of course, what you'll also get is a totally personalized mini show audit. So again, that's completely personalized to you and your podcast. Yes, uh, like I've said a thousand times, this is absolutely 100% a bribe and a way to get you into our world and what we do. My name is Anthony Winery from getmorelisteners.com. You have been absolutely amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you in Friday's recap rundown episode.